You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Buddy Johnson, Trey Turner, Dan Moore, and Arthur Millette did not practice for the Steelers today. Millette's an illness, mm, okay. but he just came off the COVID list, so it can't be that. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Well, I mean, you're not going to see a ton of three receiver sets from these guys for Millette, but he's a good player. Like every team, they're going to trot three out there at times, and Bateman's come on a little bit, and Marquise Brown. I mean, they're a big two-back team. I mean, they, they play a ton of fullback, a ton of, you know, uh, 21, 22, that type of thing. But still, you'd like to have Millette. You'd like to. I think they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see that ha- uh, being a problem. You get a couple of days, yeah. For the Ravens today. Does Trey Turner worry, by the way? Eh. Maybe. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get Do- if Dotson's back. Bump the glue to right. You can bump the glue to the right, and mm-hmm. you know, I or you can you can Hague. still you still have Hag. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have options there. Um, They've got a lot yeah. of linemen play. Zach Banner's back, so snaps. they can yeah mix and match. Eight, hey, we could maybe see the starting uh, offensive tackles the way they meant to see them this year. You know, that, yeah, you never know. Right, right. <laughs> there's all kinds of things that they could do there. Uh, if you're looking at the Ravens today, well, <laughs> Lamar Jackson did not practice again today. I can't imagine. He's not playing. He's not going to play. He's going to practice in a month. They also, uh, Marquise Brown did not practice. Hmm. He's now dealing with an ankle. Ben Cleveland, uh, one of their guards, head injury. Ooh. Uh, Practiced yesterday and now all of a sudden has a head injury. Head injury usually means concussion. Especially this late in the week. That doesn't sound promising at all for him. Uh, Devontae Freeman did not practice. They say that was rest-related. Uh, Patrick McCarry didn't practice yesterday. He bumped up to limited today. Okay. He's the right tackle. He's, He's been the, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, ben Powers, another of their guards, was limited wow. again today. Uh, As if their O-line isn't in bad enough shape to begin with. They also they rested uh, Alejandro Villanueva and Brandon Williams. Um, and then if you look at the other guys who did not practice, uh, Anthony Everett mm-hmm. did not practice again for the second him, yeah. consecutive day. He's right now they're – Quote He's unquote, probably the best corner. Number one corner. Right, right. I mean, he was actually yeah. playing when everyone was healthy. And then uh, Tyler Huntley was a fool. He'd been dealing with an illness. Uh, and uh, outside linebacker Odefe Owa did not mm, practice again. Did not practice again today. He flashes a rookie. He's dealing with a foot. Okay. As is Ben Powers. I mean, my, my takeaways there are Brandon Williams, Freeman, Al. They're just old dudes. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they played a lot of snaps. But you're missing so, an interior lineman. That's here. what I'm saying. But the O-line, Makari, I'm not sure what his situation is. The two guards are, you know, probably out or at least the, the head injury with Cleveland. Their O-lines. Makari's a hand. 
Okay. And somebody might say, "Well, TJ Watt, but right, right, right Matt, what what difference does it make if an offensive lineman has a hand hand injury?" Oh. <laughs> well, I'd be curious: <laughs> is his left or his right? Well, that right that matters. Yeah. You know, I mean, how much do you have to favor it? Can you? Can you get one one hand outside your body and strike with it? I mean, and if that's the if, if it is, let's say it is your your left hand, and I'm so I'm lining up on if, your inside. If, hand. if I'm if I'm the pass rusher, mm-hmm. I'm going to rush to that. I'm going to I'm going to oh, yeah. I'm going to deke you to the outside and spin to the inside without question. You can't get a hold of me. And I'm sure I'll have a pe- everyone knows this, but I mean, just think of just regular punches. You know, two hands together, thumbs together, punches. I mean, that's going to hurt like crazy i would imagine i would think so and uh, of course they're not always ha- i mean called but a lot of holding of the jersey you know your hands got to be able if to your grab. hands are inside right. you're okay if you're grabbing cloth yeah you know i mean that's a real problem it, it's a bit of an issue yeah. yes and plus <laughs> watch such a good hand fighter too i mean he has those chop moves where he swipes the hands away and attacks people's hands and he has quicker hands than them as well yeah i do not like hearing that from a Macari standpoint, from a Raven standpoint. Yeah, you know, I uh, I don't know if people understand how good T.J. Watt is with his hands. It's phenomenal, yeah. I mean, he's he is like a. I don't even want to say he's like a counter puncher. It's almost boxer. like watching judo or jo, not judo, jujitsu, jujitsu, yeah. or you know, um, martial arts. You know, with the, the great hand usage that those guys have and. How quick they are, and how they counter off it, and um, you know those type of things, and, and it's a lot of practice. I mean, people have patented moves. I mean, he has like this cross chop he uses a lot, and he rips well, and all that. But not knowing what's coming is a part of the battle there, and he's really good about that. Yeah, there's no, no doubt about that. Uh, since we brought it up, mm-hmm. there have been this season six hundred and thirty-one holding penalties called. Okay. We talked about this a lot last season. Or up from last year. So last season, so 631. Last season, that number was 477. Wow. So that's equal amount of weeks, too. Basically, you're looking at like 10 per week across the league. Yeah, that's like one a game. They've already played their 16 games this year. Right, right, right. So it's like the season's (laughs) over. Yeah. So... Last year was a problem, though. I mean, last it was. year was like, so if you, weird. If you look at what T.J. Watt did last year, mm-hmm. 15 sacks last year, led the NFL. That might be the same as 19 this year or 18 this year. You know I mean, he's got I mean? 21 and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. You know, if you say, well, you know, why wasn't you know why wasn't he this effective last year? I thought he was equally as impressive last year. Every bit. But holding was legal. Holding was legal, <laughs> right? He didn't have crowd noise. Offense was up in general. I mean, last year was a strange, strange year. And this year is, too, in a little ways. I mean, like, we talk fantasy a lot. The quarterbacks aren't producing the same fantasy numbers they have the last couple of years. I mean, the offense is down a little bit. They're, call, they're calling down. holding again. Holding is <laughs> no longer legal. That's a big part of it. I think crowd noise is something. That's a significant number. Right. You've seen a lot a lot more too high safeties to take away the big plays, things like that, too. But that's a significant number. I mean, It's, it's a huge value. number. Right. That's yeah. a big difference. Ten per week, basically. <laughs> I mean, basically one per game. Mm-hmm. That's one less, you know, one drive. Less downs, one less drive. Yeah, I mean, you all of a sudden now first and twenty. Your first and ten was first and twenty. We we bring this up a lot too. I mean, drives. Drive. It's almost like an inning of baseball. If you get to play nine, I get to play eight. Yeah. I really like your chances. You know what I mean? It's not the home field walk off and not you know. I mean, Let alone you know the the position that puts your offense in. Then um, you know if you're starting off at your twenty or twenty five. 
take an early hold. You take a hold. That's that's ten yards off. Now you're deep in your own yeah. territory. That, that's, that's significant. That's different than baseball. Yeah, you're giving the opponent a, a really good. Now you're giving them a runner shot. on second <laughs> right. in yeah, their bottom of the in their part of the inning. Four outs or whatever. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is a big deal. I mean, without question. So I just thought I'd bring that up since we talked about it so much last year. We did. We did. And I I don't know this. I'm sure there's others in the neighborhood, but Watt had to be near the lead, oh. lead in holds that would have got called in 2021 that weren't in 2020. That's why my my favorite Watt sack this year was the one where the two – the two uh, it was just two weeks ago. And he's swimming through both he's of them? through both of them. They get their arms basically cla- – <laughs> Together, yeah. like playing Red Rover. Right. Yeah, Red Rover. I let TJ come over. And he's just kind of swimming through both of them. <laughs> and right. he, got, he still got to the quarterback. I was watching him. that one live, in fact. I Because I said, I, I watch Sometimes him. I'll just focus on him to see what's going on. And I'm like, oh, man, I haven't seen that one before. <laughs> yeah, that's a highlight for sure. I mean, that'll be on his Hall of Fame reel or whatever if it ever gets to that, you know. I bring it up as well because you know who is second in the league in holding penalties this season? No. That would be your Baltimore Ravens with 29. Or is it really? The Vikings lead the league with 30. The Ravens wow. are at 29, as are the Dallas Cowboys. So the the Ravens not only allow the most sacks, but <laughs> yeah, have the most holes. That's a lot of negativity. And they're near that's the- how you know you you struggle offensively when you have a weapon like Justin Tucker. Like yeah. typically, you cross a 50, and you're at least in in Tucker's. Okay, right, we can right. think about field goal here. How many? It's an interesting point. You know, I mean, I'm sure you could study it after the season. How many drives that would have been a Tucker attempt that he hits more than most people yeah. turn into a punt? I mean, right. That's a lot of three-point games. 50, I think it's 53 sacks they've allowed and 29 holding penalties. That's a lot of negativity out of your that's offensive line. a lot line. of negativity. And they run the ball with one of the highest percentages in the league. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way. You know, so, wow. Their O-line's a real problem. I mean, big picture – for their sake, I mean, I hope Stanley comes back and is the player he was, but I don't know how encouraged I'd be with that. And it's not like they have answers galore across there. They yeah. have some just some you know throw-in guys. I mean, with all respect to that villain away, but where would they be without him? He's not a long-term answer. The team with the fewest holding penalties is the Atlanta Falcons with eleven. Really, eleven. Matt um, Ryan's probably well, going. You guys could hold a little bit more. Wouldn't you wouldn't break my heart. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to think why that even be that. They long. don't run the ball that much. They don't run the ball that much. And I think the teams that run the ball more. I think it, I, I'd like to do this study. But I, you know, I think if you look at it, a lot a, a lot of the teams that run more outside. I think you're. It's harder to hide it. Yeah, because you you're you're getting your offense. You're easier. getting your offensive lineman out on the edge. Mm-hmm. They're going to get caught for. Yeah, know, they're going to get seen. Get their hands outside the pads. Yeah, and, you know, it's just. Not as much can, it's not as congested in there for the people to see it. A lot of times too, you true. see those holding penalties. Even if a, an offensive lineman can just dominate the block mm-hmm. and drive the guy into the ground, then it looks like a hold because right, he, right, you know, destroyed him. Yeah, I'm also sitting here thinking, I bet the Steelers are low on the holding penalty. They've got 19. Too. Yeah, okay. they're middle of the pack. Because I think some of it is, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, why would Atlanta be the best? And I think some of it's having a veteran quarterback and the ball. He's gonna be in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the plays don't break down as much, knowing where the quarterback is, for better or worse. I mean, you'd love Ben and Ryan to run around more and make, you know, yeah. impromptu stuff, but they run the play. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they I mean? run right. what's called. Yeah. That's kinda if you look at the Eagles who lead the league in rushing, they've only mm-hmm. got seventeen holding penalties. I think that might be the best offensive line. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're paying them a lot of money. So it should be. That's what they're built to do. I mean, even like Kelsey is still playing really well. 
Lane Johnson stayed healthy. Um, Dickerson, who we really loved, has, has inserted himself a guard and has been a star. Um, and then one of the best draft picks really in the last couple of years, he's a seventh-round pick on Jordan Mulata, who's a massive human being, was a rugby player. Well, he figured out this football thing pretty quick. He got yeah. an extension. Just an athlete. They yeah. got a left tackle that's massive on the cheap. I mean, so uh, that's one thing they don't have to worry about. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Uh, but the teams uh, at the top of that, Minnesota with 30, Baltimore and Dallas with 29, the Raiders with 27, hmm. uh, Kansas City with 26, and then Houston and New England with 25 each. Hmm. I'm sure it doesn't say it there, but I, I'm curious, are one of those teams heavier – in protection with hold calls versus yeah, doesn't, run. Doesn't really Baltimore's the one that really comes to mind. Like, yeah. Because they allow so many sacks and their quarterbacks hold the ball a little longer. And when Lamar was there, they pushed the ball down the field a lot. My hunch is even though they throw the ball less than they than most teams, I bet a big percentage of their holds are in the passing game. Dallas is actually, if you look at it, had the most penalties. They've had 36 of them called against them. Seven have been declined. Against their defense, you mean? Against their offense. They have 29, oh, okay. 29 holding sorry. penalties, but seven of them have been dismissed. If you look at the, the Vikings, have 30, but only one has been declined. Okay. And the that's Ravens have situational yeah. or, you know, it's Ravens have 29, but only three of them have been declined. Usually, if, okay. oh, he get, they get the first down, we're going to take, yeah, right, we'll take right, the penalty right. yards instead. Okay. Interesting. So, hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess that doesn't surprise me about the Ravens, though. Definitely up around the league. Yeah, they're, I mean, a bad offensive line plus. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, holding or a lot of uh, running leads yeah, to holding. Right, right, right. Their backs aren't great. Young quarterback in there too. I mean, you not know where to go with the football all the time. And I, I would bet Lamar also contributes to holding calls just because of how long he can start moving around. Time, right? Yeah, that kind of I mean, stuff. Offensive linemen, you would think you'd love to pass block for Lamar or Vic or guys like that, but you can't see them. And yeah. you don't you can push them right into the quarterback if they're scrambling around like crazy. Like they're Mahomes and Lamar doesn't do a ton of that really. I mean, Vic did a lot of it of crazy spins and you know super long, you know. But it's awful hard to pass block for someone you can't see right. <laughs> if yeah. you don't know where they're at. You know, you expected the ball out. You know, it's you <laughs> the ball out now. Where is he? And I that can't was turn one of the, yeah. I, I um I heard uh, on the post game show. Uh, Charlie Batch talking about that with Stan Saverin, mm. that the Steelers' offensive line when Ben Roethlisberger came in in 2004, a lot of those guys had been there when the Steelers had Cordell Stewart. Okay. And the, and the right wide receivers as well. And so it was a, a difference. You had to learn, you know, when Cordell Stewart tucked the ball, he was running. Yeah, and scared the heck out of yeah. people. Sure. When Ben started moving around, he's still looking downfield trying to make a th- – He's actually something. a better example than Vic or Lamar, really. Yeah. Early, early Ben was a lot I'm of I'm going to run around, and my eyes are still downfield. So the wide receivers have to learn, okay, when when the, the quarterback tucks the ball down and starts moving around back there, i got to get open. I'm not blocking. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, blocking downfield. I'm not, you know, glued to my guy. Yeah. And the offensive line has to learn that, well, when he starts moving around, you got to start looking – you know, if he rolls right, he could be back on this side real quick. Yeah, anytime. And yeah. I can't really push my guy. My guy can see Ben. I can't. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's an advantage there to the defense, which makes what Ben did all the more impressive. But, I mean, for our young listeners, there wasn't really anyone of his era that I can remember that extended plays longer. Oh, he was the best longer. at it. Yeah. You know I mean? He was the best at it. Seven seconds and, you know, long plays. Right. Yeah. And often 
you know, directing traffic while he did it, you know, pointing. Right, right, right. <laughs> pump faking and shrugging <laughs> the guy off. And right, I mean, time and time again. Some of the stuff are pretty impressive. Yeah, go back. If you, if you haven't seen early Ben oh, and yeah. you've only seen Ben like the last five years, go back and look at the like the pre-2012 Tape. I bring my son up all the time because he's 15, and the last five years he's had a pretty decent clue about football and learns a lot more year and year. But he, he, the seven-year version of Michael Williamson didn't know what Ben looked like. <laughs> I told him I was like, "Go watch early season." He's like, "Wow, that was awesome!" You know, yeah, yeah you forget what he really was. Yeah, he was, he was not a pocket passer. As no, <laughs> I think I brought this up yesterday. I mean, two or three people have asked me this week. Is the style of quarterback that Roethlisberger is a, a dinosaur? I'm like, do you remember what he was? <laughs> you know, what I mean, he's exactly what you want now. Yeah, he coming could. Out he could. He was Josh Allen. I, me- I remember when yeah. Josh when Josh Allen was coming out that year a couple years ago. He was more accurate than Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching the tape and thinking, you know, because of the size. Oh yeah, in in the arm. Too. Yeah. Um. You know, that was the comparison mm-hmm. for, for a lot of people. Oh, he's he's Ben Roethlisberger. I'm like Ben threw the ball better than. I thought the best comparison for him was Cam Newton for yeah. Allen. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was a real erratic passer, and he got better and better. But, boy, he's a big, hulking guy and yeah. fast. And both those guys are probably faster than Ben in a race, even 19-year-old Ben. Yeah. But Ben moved pretty darn well compared to most quarterbacks and, and way compared to most quarter, anyone his size. I always say, you know, when, when people say, well, you know, Ben, he should have taken better care of himself, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you didn't call him little Ben. <laughs> like uh, you know, there's plenty of pictures out there of me standing next to Roethlisberger interviewing him. You yeah, know, right, right, right. Like, and my wife always says, "Like he's big." I'm like, because I'm, I mean, I'm six one, right, two hundred and five not- pounds. I'm not a little, a little guy, and I look little next Very to Ben good. Roethlisberger. I don't see him nearly as often as you do, and it still shocks me. His bone structure, you know, how big he is naturally. And it's not like he's built like a bodybuilder or anything. You know, but he's just long and thick. And I joke all the time. I'm like, <laughs> if people want to give him a hard time about not, not taking care of himself or whatever, if he wanted to let himself go, he'd be 350 <laughs> in yeah. a heartbeat. I mean, if he just decided to sit on the couch and drink beer and eat pizza for the next 10 years and they retire his number 10 years from now and he goes strolling out on the field, he could be a – humongous human being <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i mean he has his wide shoulders and long arms and you know you could really pack on pounds good or bad there without a doubt i mean he but he's a big boned mm-hmm. big strong i, I mean it, it played to his favor a lot of times oh yeah uh but it also led this you know it, when you look at the sack totals that he had you I look at knows this he's the most sack quarterback in the history yeah. of the league you know yeah and he's played like and part of that is because of him you know, he was, him, you know, yeah. as, as Randy Feekner used to say, he, he, he would put the Superman cape on. And, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, Brady, as you would expect, is the second most sacked guy in the league. And I think Brady's played like 50 more games. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Ben's missed time over the years, and he didn't last quite as long, you know? Yeah. But Brady's the outlier. Brady almost doesn't count any of those. He does, yeah, you can't. Uh, like in a sacks per game situation, Brady's probably really low on the list. Yeah, he's not going to extend it, or he gets rid of the football. Right, it's like right, Manning right, right. trying to sack Peyton Manning. You're just, really hard, right. He's going to throw the ball away, or you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to get there. And the other thing those guys do, which I'm not giving them a hard time about, is when the, when they know the sack is coming, they just crumble and go down. Yeah, you know, don't crush they don't me. take the hit. Right, 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 ben right. would take the hit and then try to go run through the hit. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, try to hand it out yeah. or shrug the guy off or whatever, and did it well. Yeah, for a lot of he still shrugs some guys off even still now. A strong guy. Yeah, I, I mean, mean yeah. 
not easy to get on the ground. But no, uh, you're right about that. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I, I don't I don't know what style of quarterback the Steelers go the Steelers will want. I, I I judging from some of the things that Mike Tomlin has said, mm-hmm. like when they were in their bye week, uh, he talked about researching how looking into how uh mobile quarterbacks have changed things on on what he calls possession downs third downs okay thirds and third and fourth downs how they've how they've, they've changed the game a little bit because sure. of the mobility such factor. an influx of them in the last yeah. five ten years or they're at least they're given a chance now so mobility will be a factor oh yeah but it can't be the lone factor it's funny to me too because when Brady went to Tampa, remember the offseason, Brady's leaving Patriots, who knows where he's going to go. I said over and over, I'm not as interested where Brady lands. I'm more interested to see what does Belichick do to replace him. Right. Belichick said a lot of things about, boy, we hate to play against Lamar. Well, Lamar and Brady couldn't have been any more different. What's he have now? Well, he went with Cam for a while, and that didn't work. And yeah. last year they just kind of spun their wheels, and then they found, well, maybe we'll go back to the Brady style, you know? Does that mean the Steelers would go back and try to find someone like Ben? Of course they if will. If they could find someone like <laughs> yeah, Ben, they would right. do that in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Ben coming out of Miami, Ohio is the first pick in the draft this year. You know, you're right. not going to get that guy. <laughs> you know, right. So, I mean. But it, mobi- mobility should be part of the equation. It shouldn't be the yeah. only part of the equation. The one thing I've said is, ideally, I want my quarterback to have burrow or better mobi- mobility. You know, certainly can take a wide open running lane. Um, light enough on your feet. You don't have to be a superb athlete. But, I mean, Burrow is a really good basketball player. I mean, he's – the line might even be lower than that. I used to say Mayfield, and then Mayfield's not a good enough for, yeah. athlete for me. But yeah. a, a guy like Burrow would be more than a good enough athlete as a jumping-off point. And it's not necessarily 40 time. No, I don't really even care about that. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't matter. It's how you move in the pocket, how you mm-hmm. feel the pressure. Right. You know, when Fine knowing when to take off and when to – Yeah. You know, when not to. I mean, a big thing that hurts Roethlisberger is if everybody plays man and they turn their backs to you and there's an easy six yards there to He's going to get you three. He's going to get you three. <laughs> People are going to catch up. You know what I mean? At least give me what you got. And yeah. That's a lot more first downs over the course of a year, you know? I'll be honest. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I feel differently about Mason Rudolph right now than I did at the start yeah, of the season. you bring that, brought that up a lot. I think it's a good point. I mean, he does – He's shown he can do that. Because if you think back to 2019, and I, I, I don't, I think they told him not to run. Mm-hmm. Because there were times in that 2019 season where he could have taken off, yeah, and didn't, and threw the ball away, or or tried to, you know, make something happen down the field when he could have gotten 10 yards and easily. Mm-hmm. And this year, I saw him take off a little bit more, and and they were, they weren't just I'm going to go get eight yards and get down, mm-hmm. they were actually, you know. Looks like a runner. A looked like a, a right, football right, right. player running with the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a, a dad run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder, I, I think you're probably right about them coaching it out of them in 2019. I mean, when they didn't know what Duck Hodges was. No. I say I don't think they wanted Rudolph to get hurt. Right. The With all respect to this defense, that defense was elite. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I, I remember 2019, you and I doing the show, and I said every – Every week that if I was the opposing head coach, I would do my first team meeting and say, if we don't turn the ball over against these guys, we'll probably win. You right. know, but good luck. Yeah, try not yeah, good so luck good. trying not to do right. it. Because the offense couldn't run away from you. 
and they don't want Rudolph taking hits and the ball popping out and those type of things. So, yeah, there might be something to that. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Again, I don't know that he's ever going to be a no. you know, elite passer or anything like that. I, I would right. guess not. Oh, I thought you were saying elite runner. I mean, we know he's not. Well, he's no, he's not yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that he's the, you know, guaranteed quarterback of the mm-hmm. future or any of that kind of stuff. But he'll be in the mix. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, Better I he's here than he's not. Right, you know, right. That's the way I look this at it. This story coming out of Cleveland today. You know, Mayfield. Baker Baker Mayfield uh, might want out of Cleveland because he, you know, doesn't feel Stefanski's using him the best. And then they start talking about uh, Mary Kay Cabot wrote the story and starts talking about who could be, if, if that's the case, who's the Browns' next quarterback? And it's all the same, you know, well, they could go get Kirk Cousins because he would love to be re- reunited with Stefanski. I'm like, okay. I mean, Do you think fans? Cousins would look at that and go, let's see, I've got I've got a great running back. I've got two. Got Thielen and Jefferson. I got Thielen and Jefferson, yeah. but I can go to I can go to Cleveland where I'll get to work with Stefanski again, but they don't have any receivers. No receivers, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, sign me up for that. I want to do that. I mean, unless it's out of his hands and Minnesota fires Trades him, yeah. just want to get rid of everybody and start but, over, which is possible, but who knows. I mean, if you're if you're picking your situation as a quarterback. That one's not ideal. That one's not the one you want to go to. No, you don't put up big numbers. You're a run first team. Their pass catchers are definitely bottom third in the league. Maybe, maybe bottom, bottom three. Five-ish, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, bad. I bet there's a first-round pick pass catcher probably in the mix somewhere, receiver, but – Still, I hear what you're saying. I mean, that's, that's not an ideal situation. Well, you mean I get the hand off 35 times and throw it 25? Let's touch <laughs> on the, May, the Mayfield thing real quick. Like, I mean, who's going to trade for him? He has no value right now. He has no value. He's guaranteed the, $18.5 million. You'd have to fully take guaranteed. That, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like a, a it's like he signed a one year deal that's guaranteed. Yeah. So if he'll I'm be the, coming off of a, a, a shoulder surgery. Now, it's his left shoulder, but still, there's rehab involved there. There's a lot of bad tape in 2021. He's not going to – I had the labrum surgery, as we all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three or or four months of of pretty intensive rehab Mm -hmm. where if you're going through that, you're not going to be on practicing football. No, right. And then that's just to get back to doing what I do, Mm -hmm. let alone doing what he does. Right, yeah, right. Let alone doing what he does. like. He's not, you know, you're not going to have him for any mini camps. You're not going to have him for OTAs. Right. Like if you're he the, might be ready to, to be get, you know, take off the, the non-contact jersey in, in training camp, maybe. And you're going to teach him a new offense? Teach him a new offense and count on him to be the savior. I mean, if you're Denver or Carolina, I could make the argument I'd rather Mayfield than Darnold or Bridgewater. Sure. But maybe not that version of him at eighteen million <laughs> and a third round pick or something. That's like you know? seventeen touchdown passes and thirteen interceptions this year. Right, right. And, and he could have had way more. Like he's not the mentor for Davis Mills or next no. year's first round pick. I mean, like I just don't know where he fits in. He's a he's a square peg, you know, in a big way. Yeah, I don't. Know who I wonder how many teams would have taken him number one overall. I bet few. Yeah, I, I mean, I think most would have taken Darnold. Right, which wouldn't have been great either. But I mean, well, I mean, most... you never know with with the different situations. Sure. you never know how those th- kind of things work out. Yeah, like and there's a butterfly effect. You always worry about you know is is the quarterback being ruined? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's with same Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Zach Lawrence, Wilson. Perfect. Right, right, right. Like, Everybody would take Lawrence. Yeah, and it probably would have gone better than this. I mean, twenty. I thought Tim Couch was a was a talented quarterback who landed in a bad situation in Cleveland that ruined him. The dudes I worked with in Cleveland would often say. Hey, we've made our share of mistakes. 
He Couch wasn't, wasn't one, one of them. No. Yeah, that guy was, he was legit. A, yeah, yeah, right, right. Just never had a chance. Never had a chance. But uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, we'll pick our Saturday DFS this is lineup. Be interesting. Uh, we'll do that right after this.